0: hello everyone and welcome to marvelous movie mondays with let me show our names there we go kelsey and dill i didn't have our names on um that's i am okay. dill
1: that's well, kelsey. they're at the top
0: uh we've been gone for a, a few weeks um full disclosure i had a tragedy a, a death in the family and i had to take care of that and was like you know what i'm not in a good place to do this um well, to good. talk about especially for a bummer like if it was like a really amazing show and i was like oh my god like. You know what? I need to talk about this and I think this would right. be a good way to like kind of keep my mind off of things. I think my aunt would appreciate it if I No, that wasn't the case here. This was one of those things where like I didn't want to become sadder. And so there goes Kelsey and she fell and she's in the back. I don't know what she's doing. Um and she's laughing and also wincing in pain. It seems like this is unprecedented territory here. She's limping. Are you good, Kels? You're muted. Oh, Let's see if ow. are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> I wish the sound was on because I would have loved to hear what. Oh god, that I just. Like.
1: Oh fuck! I just broke my dresser. I had to get up and get my chapstick.
0: <laughs> wait, 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 wait! We went from "ow" to <laughs> "I broke my dresser" to "I just needed some chapstick." That, that was a saga. Um, okay.
1: Yeah, I
0: didn't want to depress myself further last week, so All we right. took a week off. Now we're back, and. You know, August is just so jam-packed. Kelsey's birthday's in August. Uh, my other sister's birthday's in August. Um, <laughs> I, my everything's in August. It feels like. And Big Brother started late this year, so Big Brother just started. So I've just been watching live feeds twenty-four-seven for that. All the good movies are still coming out. I still need to see Oppenheimer and Barbie again. Like, there's just so much going on right now that I'm like, it's so packed. It's so packed. What's up, Kelsey? Yeah,
1: I saw Barbie.
0: You did. What would you think?
1: I loved it. It was yeah. great. I want to I yeah. watch it again.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. Um, did you do the double feature or just Barbie?
1: No, I just saw Barbie. Yeah, I, uh, I I was I was at a 10 o'clock viewing. So I was like, I, I'm not hopping into like a midnight viewing now of Oppenheimer.
0: Right. I, I did a 10 o'clock Barbie as well, but I Oppenheimer'd first, uh, which I think is a mistake. I, I think at the time, really? I, was like, I was like, this is good. You know, you do the downer first and then like end on Barbie. But then I was like, you know oh, what? Oh,
1: but then... <laughs> Wait, what? But then Bart No, I was going to say like Barbie's like kind of like also a very well, emotional experience. It's
0: emotional, but it's still like the fun dessert. Like if you approach it from that way, it's like Oppenheimer's like the main course and then you get like the really fun dessert of Barbie, like it's refreshing, it's new, it's fun, it's vibrant, it's colorful and you go home happy. The problem is though, I would have probably in retrospect preferred and I'm going to try this soon going to Barbie first and kicking it off with a blast and a really Mm. awesome, fresh, refreshing cocktail, then Mm. diving into this rich food meal that you can, like, go home and then, like, kind of savor. Because I think that's the thing, is, like, both these movies deserve to be, like, the last thing you see of the night which is why i honestly think the double feature in and of itself probably isn't the way to go but if you're gonna double feature it i think oppenheimer gives you a little more to like think about whereas barbie it's like kind of clear in its messaging and like really kind of straightforward but in a good way but like i feel like i was thinking barbie would be a fun dessert to oppenheimer but i think barbie's a good pre cocktail to oppenheimer now like that's Mm. where i'm at um I but see. both are great. Both are great. Oppenheimer's my favorite movie of the year so far. Barbie's in my top ten. Like I love these movies. So I'm I'm very happy. Um and Barbie just grossed uh past a billion dollars today. So the day we're recording. I was gonna say,
1: like this this yeah. movie's gonna make yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My and Oppenheimer's okay. making a
0: lot too. They're both making a lot, and that, I think that's a big thing too because it's like neither of them are part of franchises yet, and they probably won't be. I mean, you're not going to make another Oppenheimer, and Barbie, Greta right. Gerwig doesn't want to make sequels. That's her whole thing, and she's like, "No, this is it." Um, but right. like, I really think in general, this is a big good sign for movies because it means people are excited to go to movies, and they don't have to just go for MCU and Disney. You know, because that's kind of all it was the past few years, and we love the MCU here, obviously, but it's like it's good for the theater market to see these actors and directors getting to do more like individual work and still get recognized in that film industry is not dead. And that segue, we should pay our actors and writers so they can continue making shit because AI can't do that. AI can't make Barbie. AI can't make Oppenheimer. There's no way AI could have made those movies. Anyway, you had something to say and then I went on a tangent. So.
1: Oh, I was just going to say, um, I didn't realize that there was going to be some Marvel crossover in um, Barbie. I was yeah. very surprised to see Grovic as one of the Kens in. <laughs> Kensley. in uh, and his name is Barbie. Kingsley.
0: I, I almost said Kensley. Kingsley Benadier. Yep. Um, yeah, there were a lot of them too. There, was Simu Liu um, oh, was right. there.
1: That yeah, um, that was what I knew, but I was, yeah. I was surprised to see Grovic. Yeah, and, and he was I, very good I, at, I, at it very good he's he's very good at what he does it's it's a shame he's in i think in my opinion one of the worst things marvel has done
0: we'll get there in a Kels. minute uh, Kels. remember how i said barbie was the sweet cocktail to the downer of oppenheimer and that's not to say oppenheimer's a bad film but it is like a very heavy like off oh, right fuck we fucked up um yeah but but it's kind of like that it, it's like let's we'll get there when we get there Kels. with secret evasion let's focus on the positive. Um, uh any other Barbie actors? I, I can't remember because I have a list of Oppenheimer. Oh gosh, there was a
1: ton. Good. If you've ever watched the show Sex Education on Netflix, yes, there was, was three. There was, right? There were three. She must Greta Gerwig must have watched that show and been like, I want them all. Like she was mm. she just wanted to collect them. Um uh they were in it. Um an and actor got... that I've seen in the show, you and, yes. and other I, things. I mean,
0: you get Dua Lipa and uh Oh, John Dua Lipa Cena. was in
1: it that was a shocker seeing john cena randomly pop up
0: yeah i think oh, for mcu chris, though it's...
1: chris evans brother scott evans
0: oh is that him i didn't know yeah scott he evans was, was chris evans brother
1: he was like the sheriffy Ken. right
0: cool okay cool. um nice
1: yeah lots a stacked cast in barbie yeah. for sure of course
0: Um, For Oppenheimer, we have a few names as well. Uh, The main one being, of course, Robert Downey Jr., who everyone Mm. is saying now is probably going to win the Oscar for best supporting actor. And I wholeheartedly agree. Uh, He's probably like the next because it's I mean, it's obviously all about Oppenheimer, but like a lot of it dives into afterwards and like the whole like uh, communism conspiracy stuff. And and his, Robert Downey Jr.'s character is almost kind of like the antagonist to him, to Oppenheimer, and he plays mm. it so well. Because it's like, you get the snarkiness of Tony Stark without the humor, though. It's almost just kind of that bitterness, kind of in that scene in Endgame where he's like, where they finally pick him and Nebula up after the, uh, after Captain Marvel saves him, and then he's on the IV, you know, that scene?
1: Yes, yes.
0: That's the kind of Robert Downey Jr. I think we get in this. And mm. it's kind of like the bitter, very harsh robert Jr., yeah. which i love um obviously florence pew has been getting a lot of acclaim for this um mm. she's in it uh kenneth brana who directed thor it has a role in this as Niels Bohr. uh mm. i'm trying to think if there's anything anyone else uh david dismalchian who we've seen everywhere from uh, as kurt and ant-man he's also in the suicide squad he's also in nice. dune uh, yeah he's in a bunch of shit he's he was in this one dane DeHaan, who played the green goblin in andrew garfield spider-man movies is in it um oh yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah i
0: mean there's just such a long list jack quaid he's not an mcu person but he's he's on the oh boys but
1: he's it. on the boys yeah
0: yeah i mean just so many alex wolf is in this thing josh peck roderick from diary of a wimpy kid is in this um there's just so many people um but i don't think there's any more uh mcu names bernard from santa claus is in this um yeah so a very, very stacked crop of actors but yeah go support oppenheimer go support barbie uh so that's our positive talk of the day um yeah negative talk (laughs) again sag strike uh writer strike i'm gonna say it for any Reviews we do on Struck Studios. Disney is one of them. So I'm going to just put this disclaimer out there. We stand with the SAG. After a Guild, we stand with Writers Guild. We are not promoters of film. We are reviewers of film. We're here to talk about film and promote film criticism and lift up the voices of the creatives rather than lift up the product and the uh, producers of the product and the brand. Uh, That is not what we're doing. So we're not being paid by these studios to talk about Secret Invasion. We are doing it at our own volition and to start uh, the conversation about film criticism, not promote. And if you hear our conversation, it's not going to be positive anyway. So we wouldn't be promoting it anyway. We're actually promoting you probably not to watch it.
1: Yeah, Yeah. we're doing this voluntarily. There's no one with a gun behind this camera telling us we need to review this. We're doing this because this is our show and this is our podcast. And Mm -hmm. we have to talk about all things Marvel. Yes. And this Do is unfortunately have, one of them.
0: I was going to say, I, I feel like every day I'm like, we're going to have news because there's always a Fantastic Four update. But then there's always like, a ah, never mind, never mind. And like, there's so many Fantastic Four updates going around now. But I'm like, there's not going to be any updates while the strike's going on. I don't know why people mm. are like, oh, this is confirmed. This is confirmed. The only Like, no one's
1: working. Right. <laughs> what you- I have right. heard
0: one name that's like kind of set in stone. That's Sue Storm. I won't say it now because it's it's not set in stone until Marvel says it. But that seems right. like the only role where they've like locked it down. But I've heard like four names for Ben Grimm. I've heard like two or three for the Human Torch. I've heard one or two for Reed Richards. There was a big name that then got rescinded. It's just it's mm. a mess. So I'm not even going to say any of the names because like they're probably all going to be wrong. But Sue Storm feels set in stone. Y'all can look it up. Um, and that's I think it for Marvel News for me anything for you
1: um guardians 3 hit disney plus i think that's really the only big thing that's happened lately Mm -hmm. um i've kind of marvel adjacent news still Mm -hmm. i um started watching the disney plus series which i didn't realize was a series um when i started watching it the um series directed by daniel dustin Daniel
0: Credden Destin Daniel Creden. Yeah. Uh, What's the order American, of his names? Is it called? Is it the American-born Chinese show? Yes. Or no? yes. 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 Okay. That yeah. has
1: you know K. Ke, kehui Hui Kwan in it and Michelle mm-hmm. Yeoh and you oh, know. I do have these. more Marvel news. Sorry. Keep and going. um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just started watching it just because, you know, I, I was interested and, and it's very it's 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 very good. And you know, it has two of our, our favorites from you know coming off their high from everything everywhere all at once. Three, uh, right? so Isn't
0: a- Stephanie Shue also in it?
1: I have no idea. If she is, I haven't met her yet. I've only watched okay, the first cool. two episodes.
0: Okay, so maybe um, she's in the later one. Because I feel like in the marketing, so maybe they, later they on. said they put all three of their names in it. That's why it was so big. Because it's also like the same color scheme on the poster. So everyone was like, is this just everything ever really once again? <laughs> um, but it's not, from what I understand.
1: No, but it, it, but it is very good. And cool. uh, those are obviously two Marvel actors uh, that we know and love. So that's my news. What was your you news? Go.
0: Um, well, Kihoi Kwan, uh, we got a Loki Season 2 trailer, and Kihoi Kwan was a big focus on oh, it. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Did you
1: watch this one? Wait, I didn't watch the trailer. I only saw the Instagram post. I okay. knew there was something in the back of it's my okay. brain that I wanted to no, talk it's about. Okay.
0: So we'll talk about it next time. Uh, October
1: 6th, yeah. it comes out?
0: Yeah, it's late. It's pretty late. I mean, I guess it's not that late. It's only like two months away, but it feels late. I feel like whenever we're in summer, October and September still feel so far away. But then we're in September, and it's like, okay, we're at the home stretch. Um We'll watch a trailer for next week. Uh, we're actually recording next week's podcast tomorrow, so we'll just talk about it tomorrow, Kels, uh, or next week for y'all. Um, but yeah, the Loki trailer, we'll talk about it, especially the Jonathan Majors of it all, because he's in it. Um, and Yes, October 6th. All right, cool. So should we segue... do we
1: have to segue uh yeah i'm i'm afraid we do i'm gonna watch this trailer
0: you see these these band-aids we gotta rip them off we gotta rip them off (laughs) Um. (laughs) and you know
1: what i just noticed still we Um, were talking about my birthday which is coming up guys and you're wearing a spongebob shirt
0: i am yes kelsey's uh this party is spongebob themed Uh, I will clarify, it's Spongebob the show theme, not Spongebob the Broadway show theme, because Spongebob the Broadway show has been Uh, getting a little (laughs) controversial, you know what I'm saying? Um, And that's actually what the shirt is, that's why I was trying to hide it, because I was like, ooh, Uh,
1: but we might have
0: some Ariana Grande fans out there, you know?
1: Listen, I kind of watched like a deep dive into all this drama, and it all seems very alleged. Like, it doesn't really feel, seem like anything's actually going on between them. I think they were just photographed together and people were like, oh, she's at it again. Breaking up a relationship. Break up with your girlfriend because I'm bored.
0: That's not what this podcast is about. So I'm not going to get too into it. But I I think it's like... Every day we get another layer and then it kind of all comes together, but it still hasn't fully come together where we, we're like, right. we've got, we've got a blooming onion after someone's picked it apart, but I need the layers <laughs> back together. Like, I right. I love the onion, it's like onion petals, like some restaurants serve the fried onion petals and they're freaking divine, uh, but I need the yeah. blooming onion. I want it all in one piece so I can actually look at every layer together. Um, yeah, I don't know right now. It's just, it's a crazy time, especially for the Broadway community. Like, that's just such a funny thing. I mean, it's not funny. It's people's lives, but it's just such an interesting thing. I'll say that. I'm like, I, I saw the headlines. Like, every day, another headline would come out and, then like, his wife spoke. I, well, ugh, it's a whole another conversation for off air. I'm like, sure at your are... party, at your birthday party, we'll get very drunk and talk about all of
1: it. Oh yeah, I'm sure. There's lots to talk about. Lots of drama happening with female singers in in the industry right now. It's kind of crazy. Yes. Um, oh
0: my gosh, yes.
1: Um, so Not let's talk time. about. We some...
0: about Secret Invasion.
1: Yes, <laughs> like absolutely. You get yeah, I, I did. I actually there? liked it a lot. Yes, I, I got down. what you were doing. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It it was mm-hmm. a it was a Lizzo reference. Yes, Lizzo, Lizzo. Let's go. Drama.
0: Oh, sorry. Sorry, I meant to say let's go, not (laughs) Liz.
1: Okay, so Secret Invasion, episode six, our series finale titled Home. This is my uh, summary real quick for this episode. Um, What was the point of this show?
0: Okay, cool. I like that. I think it would have worked, your summary would have worked a little bit better if you took like three weeks old garbage and put a fan behind it and wafted the smell toward the camera. (laughs) I think that would have made the summary really come to life, but, but yours was good. Yours was good. Because
1: still, let me go off on this tangent right here, right now, because I was talking back
0: and listen to it.
1: Let me get here. Let me get on my soapbox. Like you did the last time. Okay. That's me. I got on it. I took a step on it right now.
0: (laughs) <laughs> okay, so the, that was you walking over to the soapbox. Yes. I was like, how tall is the soapbox? You have stairs well, I'm a very
1: short that? person, so my soapbox has to be very tall <laughs> okay. for people it's to like hear me. My, so-
0: my soap mountain, my dial mountain.
1: I got into a random conversation with some random people. I don't remember. Probably some people from work about Secret Invasion. And, I, and it kind of just dawned on me that I was like, there was really no point to this show because spoiler alert we end the show in the same place we started the show people being untrustworthy of scrolls the scrolls still don't have a home and and we'll talk about real details when we do the breakdown of the episode but i'm like this show went nowhere nothing happened no one had an arc it only gave us the most random, most pointless deaths I've ever seen in the MCU, the most random cameos I've ever seen in the MCU. Like this, this show like makes me so angry because let's go back to the beginning of the Disney plus days, right? We were watching *WandaVision*. Obviously that show is probably everyone's favorite of all time. We don't even have to talk about all the good things that happened in that show. Then we got the Falcon and the winter soldier and say what you want about that show. At least those characters had an arc. That show had a beginning, middle and end. And the beginning was Sam wasn't sure if he was going to be captain America and the middle was him handling with that. And then at the end of the show, he's captain freaking America good like loki came along next and you know it answered one of the questions that we had at at uh at walking out of avengers Endgame in 2019 you know what where did that loki go that took the tesseract like where where did he end up we got that answer and then we set up the next villain in the mcu kang the conqueror that's what that show did for us and like all of the shows have had arcs and interesting storylines, and this show was nothing, it was just nothing, it didn't need to exist because it ended the same way we started. I'm gonna get off my soapbox now. Okay.
0: is that your rant? Because I agree, um, yeah, that's, and I that's really, my rant. I really, I really don't have anything to add. It's just, yeah, it's from the beginning, episode one, you were a little higher on it, but like my whole criticism for anyone who didn't listen was. Yeah, this feels very anti-immigrant, right? Because if you replace the word "scroll" with "immigrant," here's your story: the U.S. government is nervous about these immigrants living among them and must try to seek them out and kill them. They hire Nick Fury, uh, right? Like who who ha- who even calls Nick Fury again? It's been so long, I forget. Is the government um, having Nick Fury come and get take care of the scrolls, or is Nick? Fury no, I think no, I
1: think Talos called him and was like, okay. "You gotta c- come down here; yeah, things so like- are getting hanky
0: one of these immigrants calls a, another guy to come help them to try to change the immigrants minds to tell the immigrants, Hey, you shouldn't try to be, you know, destroy the earth because they don't like you or they don't want you. You know, it's just so, it's just so anti-immigrant. Cause it's like, and that, mm-hmm. now, we the, now we, the audience are spending every episode being like, ah, those dirty scrolls they're they're opposing as all these people. And it's like, that, that just feels like, not the type of story i i want to be seeing or anyone really should want to be seeing these days Mm -hmm. you know and and if you're gonna at least tell it have an interesting way to tell it but that's like a a criticism from six episodes ago six episodes later and where are we ending it with well the government still hates immigrants aka scrolls and like there's still no kind of branch between them it's just the one terrorist die like that's it it's like the world's right. not gonna end because that that's done but the world the government still wants to get rid of the scrolls and that also feels like a, a, a shit like f u, middle finger to captain marvel too because that whole show was all about or that whole movie was all about hey let's not judge these people by the color of their skin and their appearance it's a great lesson if you look at it like right and, and that's not even the main storyline the main story is the feminist stuff but then the extra layer is these scrolls are actual like not people, obviously, but like they actually have souls. They are, you know, people to be respect, uh, things to be respected, or, or a species to be uh, respected. And we shouldn't judge it by its cover. We should learn how to coexist, and we will try to get you your planet. I, I just, I just don't know. It's, it's awful. It's awful, Kels.
1: It's, it certainly wasn't good. Um, so let's just like dive in really quick to this breakdown. This is the last time we ever really have to talk about this which is the good news um so we start this episode off with priscilla leaving she's got to make her getaway somewhere because you know scrolls are just going to keep coming after her as she's leaving uh she gets a call from nick and basically they call each other to just kind of like say goodbye because you know nick's gonna go do what he's got to do she's got to do what she's got to do it seems like they're not going to get back together so then we're at the compound and an empty car rolls up to the front gates. The guards start shooting at it. We realize that there's no one in this car and that they're just distracted. And then Nick sneaks around from a tree, takes out both both of the guards and infiltrates the compound. And then we cut to Rhodey, who's pushing the president uh, to, you know, make the call against Russia, like he wants them to take Take action against Russia and the scrolls at the compound. He really wants, you know, he's trying to push Gravix plan along here. Meanwhile, there's a woman who's, I don't know, maybe, I think Brody's the Secretary of Defense. If so she might be some kind of general, I don't know what the government official names are but he's being just so rude to her and i and like i get it like that it's not him he's it's a scroll and like this has been his thing the whole show is that he's been really quippy and short with people like whatever but i just like did not appreciate him like attacking this like like celebrated like very like um you know a woman who like has a pos- a high position in government and like clearly knows what she's doing and talking about. And I just like there was just such a disdain in my mouth for the way that this scroll pretending to be Rhodey was talking to her. And I was like, I don't, mm. I don't, I'm like this just isn't even fun to watch. This is just making me really like really hate you, which I guess might be the point. Um, and so now we're back at the compound, and Nick is obviously getting really sick from the radiation. He has to take these pills to stop himself getting sick. And back with Rody in the hospital, um, with the president, uh, Sonia calls Rody and he's like, You need to move the president. Nick's Nick Fury is like coming to uh, he, he really wants to stop this. He's lost it, he's lost his mind. You're you you and your men aren't going to be enough to stop him. You got to move the president. Which, for a split second, I was like, Oh my god, is Sonia on his side? Is, is this going to be. You know, whatever is, is, is has she been a double agent this whole show? Who knows? Maybe, maybe she's a scroll. Who knows? Um, so then we finally get like the big, like, you know, 1v1 meeting between Fury and Gravik, where Gravik's basically just saying, Everything that's been said this whole show is that Nick, you promised us a home, you used us to be your Minutemen and you still haven't found us a home and you disappeared. And, and now I have to exterminate humanity because this is our earth now. At some point during his conversation, Gravic asked Fury. He's like, Oh, like what's your plan B? Like, are the Avengers coming to save you? What about that invisible cloak and shield? Do you know what he's talking about when he said that? No. Am I missing something? Am I dumb? No. <laughs> okay. Well, then let's just move on. I thought it might have been like an <laughs> Easter egg referencing something, maybe something. If it future. is, I,
0: I'll be honest. I didn't look into Easter eggs for this. I was kind of like, oh, we're done. Great. I never have to really think about this again right. until I talk about it with Kelsey for two weeks, and then I'll, <laughs> you know, I'll be done. But yeah, exactly. I was like, I don't care enough to look at the yeah.
1: And then we find out that uh, uh, Gravix, this the skin that Ravik, that Gravik's been wearing was the first man that he killed. And, you know, he Mm. did it for um, Fury's orders. You know, I don't know who this person was, but it was someone that obviously Fury felt was a threat. So Gravik killed him. And basically, uh, ah, so Fury feels so bad that he's failed the scrolls that he's like, listen, I'm going to give you what you want. And he pulls out the vial of the harvest of all the Avengers DNA. And he's like, I'm going to give you what you want, but in exchange, I want you to take it, get take your powers, and go to some other planet, wipe out some other species, and leave Earth alone. Um, obviously, that is not in in the cards for Gravick. So then mm-hmm. Sonia turns her gun on Rodi and is like, ha ha, I gotcha. She starts, you know, she was taking out the men one by one mm-hmm. in the hospital. So then she finally like reveals that she's not Rodi's ally and that she very much knows that he's a scroll. And, you know, she's trying to explain to the president, like, Hey, this isn't the person you should be trusting. Um. And then Gravik puts the harvest in the machine with uh, Nick in it, because now he's very sick. He's he's coughing over. He can barely stand anymore. The radiation's getting to him. So now he's caught in the crossfires of Gravik taking this harvest and now injecting every uh, Avengers DNA into him. And now Fury also might have. Well, we'll see. We'll see in a second. <laughs> So basically, Gravik is huge and ripped after uh, this experiment happens. And he, you know, he's starting to knock Fury around. So at first you're like, oh, did Fury not get any of the DNA? Is he still just going to be same old, same old Nick Fury? And then, boom, he blocks a punch that Gravik throws at him. And then he, like, drop kicks Yeah. Uh, um uh Fury Fury kicks Gravik with like a oh he punches him actually. It looks like he has like a big green Hulk arm that he yeah. kind of conjured from the DNA. And then it is and then we find out that they pulled the old switcheroo on us, and it is not Nick Fury who has uh been fighting with Gravik, it is Gaia who is disguised as Nick Fury. And the real Nick Fury is at the hospital with the president trying to stop Rhodey and the strike from happening against Mm. Russia.
0: All right. Before we continue. Go ahead. This is a question that came up when I was watching this scene in particular. And then I also went, wait a sec and went back to this first episode, right? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: When Gravik kills Maria Hill, who's he disguised as? Nick Fury. Okay. When Gaia is fighting Gravik, who does she disguise herself as? Nick Fury. How do scrolls become scrolls again? Or or how do they imitate
1: people? Oh, um I think they just kind of do it. I don't know. What's No, don't what do you they mean? have to
0: like lock up their bodies in these little pods or whatever like oh. and take
1: them? Well, no. Why I... are they
0: able to be Nick Fury?
1: No, no, no. They can um they can change into whoever they want just by looking at them Oh really? Yeah. That's oh, like the okay. whole po- that's like the whole thing of uh, in Captain Marvel is that they can change into anyone just by looking at them. You know, gotcha. like pretend to have their voice and they even have the same DNA.
0: What's the whole thing with the pods and shit?
1: But first of all, the pods is to lock them up so the real version isn't out oh. walking around somewhere. And oh. also okay. they only get recent memories when they take over someone's body. So the pod helps them take uh, the rest of the person's okay. mind that's so that they so know with everything. So I'm like, wait, so okay. is Nick
0: Fury now like in a pod somewhere? Oh, I was like, wait, yeah. no, how could this be true? Okay, so they can still take the shape and form of someone. It's yes. just they can't get the harvest their memories and then, okay, I get it. Yeah. I was Because that, that's one thing i forgot about in Captain Marvel, and then I thought about in this show, I was like, wait, twice now we've seen a scroll be Nick Fury. How is that possible if he's walking out and about? I see now. Right. Okay, never mind. I'm dumb. Um, again, All this good, show no has made me feel dumb. It's okay. That's my one Listen, dumb, dumb moment of the day, and I have many, but...
1: It's it's not your fault, um, It's Nothing's your fault here when we're talking about Secret Invasion. Okay. <laughs> so now, now I just want to break down this fight. Because basically what happens what happens in the hospital is basically like Roadie ends up like you know knocking Sonia from behind him, taking her gun, going to shoot Nick. Nick grabs the gun from that the president's holding, kills Roadie, he turns back into a scroll. The president's like, Holy shit, get me a phone. I'm canceling this strike right now. Yeah. But while that's all happening, Guy and Gravic now have this like crazy fight where they're changing their morphing body limbs and body parts into different uh, adventures that we've seen before so let's break it down one by one shall we so uh first i'd like to say that he kind of looks the first arms that he kind of conjures up kind of remind me of abomination especially because mm. he's got like these gill things yeah. sticking out yeah, from it's his like neck
0: scaly yeah yeah
1: but abomination wasn't in Avengers Endgame.
0: No, I know that's that's another problem.
1: <laughs> oh, you go. No, I know. I thought no, you like, were gonna have like I an explanation to follow that up no, with. No,
0: it's it's a random okay. hodgepodge because they say Avengers, yet most of these are like. Villains or guardians of the galaxy, you know, like none of them are a lot of them aren't even actual
1: Avengers. Well, because like if you get Tony Stark's DNA, that's not gonna help you. Like his whole thing was like you smart, I guess. With the suit.
0: I don't know. Yeah, like Korg is not an Avenger, is he? Oh,
1: is that oh yeah, but he well, he also turns we'll we'll get
0: there. Go
1: through all the names. Sorry. I think the Avengers are anyone who fought beside the like main group in avengers endgame like anyone who the was korg at that didn't. battle he did not
0: did he i don't know i don't think so uh see
1: there were so many okay because
0: no, valkyrie didn't find avengers infinity war so neither did korg he was with her no no
1: no. endgame valkyrie was an endgame
0: oh true but but he was he was playing video games right that's the last time we saw him in endgame Right. You know, we didn't see him at the fight, unless he's in the fight. But that's another thing. Yeah, like that, that's I'm what gonna I'm I'm going to have
1: saying. to rewatch Endgame because some of these I don't even know who they're emulating. Okay. So then, so he has some sort of maybe Groot arms, Cole Obsidian arms, some sort of big hulking thing, but it's not the Hulk because they're not green. And uh, Gaia gets a Drax arm. She gets a little Drax yeah. arm. Yeah, well, that yeah, a what little I recognize. Drax
0: the proportions, though, like. It just looks so bad, you know? It looks so cheap and fake and silly. It looks yeah. like Deadpool when he, like, gets his legs cut off and he's growing them back and they're, like, little yeah, baby yeah, legs. Yeah, It just looks so weird. I'm like, like the whole time I'm looking at it, I'm like, short. these visuals are so gross. I'm like, I yeah. can't even focus on the fight. I, I can't even be excited about it.
1: So then he, like, throws a car at her, and so she shrinks down to Ant-Man.
0: Right. Which... Which he doesn't again he doesn't
1: he, it's that's not a suit. DNA,
0: it's the suit. I know, Kels. It's so dumb. Anyway,
1: <laughs> I'm just having these and then it kind of feels like she like phases like her her molecules like phase in and out of existence, like kind of like ghost from Ant-Man and the Wasp. But Ghost wasn't an endgame. No. Nope. But I don't know. Maybe maybe that was my eyes playing tricks on me. Maybe, nope. maybe that's not on them. Nope. So then she has like her extremis no, maybe she has her still her Drax arm in one arm, but then she makes like an ice uh sword nice with the other yeah. arm. Who is that? <laughs>
0: I don't really know. Who I makes thought ice? maybe the frost giants?
1: Oh, maybe, maybe the frost giants. Okay, because okay, they collected that in the beginning because I was like, that was my first thought too. I was like, okay, so frost giants, but the frost yeah. giants weren't in endgame, but they had that specimen. Or
0: maybe it's it's like a new person we haven't seen and it's just inconsistent.
1: Yeah, so it's probably the Frost Giants. Uh, Okay, so then she makes an ice sword. She stabs him right in the heart. But then Gravik gets an ebony maw hand and, you know, lifts up some dirt or whatever and, like, knocks her out of the way. Uh, And then he gets a Hulk leg and kicks her. And now she goes full Carol Danvers and they take their fight to the sky. So now they're in the sky. You know, it's very um, Harry and Voldemort in uh, yes. Deathly Hallows Part 2 flying around yeah. Hogwarts while they're both like just ripping at each other's faces. Yeah,
0: just without the stakes.
1: Exactly. And uh, she's getting strangled by Gravic So then she grows antlers or not antlers, antennas, I mean, antennas, and becomes Mantis, and puts him to sleep. Which, like, how does she know how to do that? (laughs) Anyway. So then Gravik just, like, falls to his death. They, They fight for a little bit longer. She gets him pretty much, like, locked down. And he finally, like, his last line to her is, you're just like your father. And then she delivers the final blow. She puts a hole, like, right through his abdomen and uh graphic dies and then in the process of all this like i said before nick kills the scroll pretending to mm-hmm. be roadie yeah gaia so- release go ahead
0: no keep going i, I just i just had a question like so now gaia has all these powers right yeah so like why is there ever going to be another avengers movie because she could just be all of them you know what I mean? Like, they put right. themselves in this corner. They kind of put themselves in this corner already with Carol, where they're like, shoot, she's way too powerful. So we'll make her come in at the end of Endgame. We'll send her away so that way she could, like, show up at the right moment. But now it's like, now there's really no excuses because it's like,
1: right?
0: let's say, uh what's coming up soon? Uh The Marvels, right? Like, what if there's mm-hmm. a problem? Oh, we'll just call Gaia. She has all of them. She she has our powers, but she also has whole cans. you know? It just feels like they back themselves into a corner now where it's like right. unless they kill off Gaia soon somewhere else or send her away. But how do you kill her? You know, like like what do they do with her now? Well, gonna, that, that feels like the Swiss army knife now. Like you don't need a knife, a screwdriver, a corkscrew. You just need the Swiss army knife. That's all you need. Mm. That's why I don't know why they made this choice and had her survive it because it's like now there's really nowhere else for her to go but there's also really nowhere no other reason why the mcu wouldn't just utilize her and i know they wouldn't because for character sake and product sake but like Mm -hmm. theoretically it makes sense now that like she's kind of the all-powerful and i guarantee we won't see her at least in the next 10 projects because the show is not very popular i just don't see her becoming like a mainstay character in the mcu either you know it's just so weird yeah Like, do you have any thoughts on that?
1: Well, I think that the catch 22 about, like, giving her all these powers is now the fact that there's, like, you know, the president gives that fucking State of the Union address, whatever, where he basically is just like, fuck the scrolls, everyone, like, you know, they were under attack by these shape-shifting aliens, which sounds like a real headline that a real politician yes. might have tried to mm-hmm. <laughs> say well, and, in, like, and, real life. And it would have uh-huh. been a great
0: commentary if they didn't spend the whole show sh- trying to make us feel suspicious of them and, like, actually villainize the scrolls. You know, like, I'm right. fine with them taking a whole, like approach of the schools being these immigrants it's kind of what captain marvel did and then Mm -hmm. showing us why the government's wrong but they don't really do that here they do it in Mm -hmm. the last second but the whole time we've been led to believe that these schools are untrustworthy so it's like what do they want us to take away Um, so now but what i'm
1: saying is is that like she's going to have to go into like some serious hiding now because if people nice. even become suspicious, as we've seen in the last few scenes of the show, if people even become suspicious of her. Like she she could get shot in the head, like point blank. So like, mm-hmm. you know, we'll, we'll talk about but the ending she, in a second.
0: She's too powerful. Can they just shoot her in the head point blank? Probably not. Well, That's what I'm saying.
1: I don't think it's extra. We'll see. Um, <laughs> So then Guy releases all the people that were stuck in their pods. You know, we see all the world leaders uh, get freed. We see Martin Freeman get freed. We see Rhodey get freed. And Martin Freeman, thank God for him, because he asked the question we're all wondering. He looks at Rhodey. He says, Colonel Rhodes, how long have you been in here? And then he needs some serious help. Maybe it's just because he's been there the longest. But I was kind of suspicious that he needs a lot of help getting out of his pod and he needs some help walking out of the facility. And it's kind of really reminiscent of him like relearning how to walk at the end of Civil War. So I'm like, has he been in this pod since Civil War and now every roadie we've seen was a scroll.
0: That's what I think the show Could wants you imagine? us to
1: believe.
0: And I or think maybe- it's been confirmed. But I don't know but that's also that that that's it awful could,
1: it could be that or it could just be that like oh he was there the longest so like you know he has to get his sea legs back kind of thing
0: but my whole thing is also like that think about that that that's it's all just weird war, all of endgame plus the time jump five years he didn't get snapped away plus the right. emotional goodbye to tony and then all of a sudden in this show he starts to get a little sass and attitude
1: mm-hmm. it
0: If this is a choice that he's been a scroll since Civil War, his character has not lined up in the past few shows because I don't think Don Cheadle knew that far in advance that he was playing a scroll. So it's just inconsistent. So why would they ever make the choice to even make us believe that? They should have just been like, they should have showed us a flashback, at least to the scene where it happened. Maybe it happened after the museum visit in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you know, like maybe that's where it happened. Just show a scene where he's talking to Sam, walks away, gets like, Kidnapped, bag over his head into the car, taken away. You know, like that could have been because then at least it clears up questions. Because now we've got all these lingering questions of how long has Mm. Rudy been a scroll? Has he been a scroll the whole time? Maybe he never even hurt his legs. Maybe the scroll he hurt his legs.
1: I don't fucking Mm. know. Mm. You know, it's just so weird to me. Because I'm like, could you just imagine being an actor? Like, imagine being Don Don Cheadle, and they're like, okay, so you know this role you've been playing for the past like ten years. It was the real you, like, only, like, 20% of the time. and The other 80% that we saw this character is actually an alien pretending to be you. And that's all going to come to head in this show.
0: Yeah, and then magically but now thoughts? you're going to start to become a dick. Even though you were really endearing and funny in Infinity War and Endgame, that was still a right. So, like, we got to be dickish now. Yeah. But but didn't you do that whole fun time travel back to the future speech in Endgame? Yeah, no, he was funny then, but but the scroll had a good sense of humor. Like it just doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, weird. And and if you don't want to make a point that like he might have been a scroll for like a lot of movies and projects now, then don't make Martin Freeman look at him and go, "How long have you been here?" Because that's just making me wonder, "Holy shit, he might have been. He might have been a scroll this whole time. You know what I yeah, mean?
0: Yeah, it would have really killed them to add Iron Man too. Scroll a five minute scene. Maybe, maybe that's what it was. Maybe Terrence Howard they tried it, his roadie accidentally killed him and went. What if
1: it was Terrence make this guy Howard? Roadie.
0: Yo, what if? Oh my God! What if they went to the pod and Terrence Howard was in the pod? Oh, that'd be nuts.
1: No, that's like what I'm Terrence saying. Howard, like, what Terrence Norton. Howard, Edward
0: Norton. Oh my God! <laughs> the old See? Thanos.
1: Oh my God um okay so he yeah and then the president gives the state of union address it's like we need to watch out for these scrolls and obviously this whole thing is backfiring because as we see in the last moments of this show people are now on their vigilante shit taylor swift song drop um going around just like killing off random, like, you know, heads of state or people in media. They like kill yep. the guy from the news uh station and he ended up being a scroll, but then they take out the prime minister of England, who is a nice lady, and they and she turned out to be human. So now they just killed her for no reason. And no, then they just like
0: killing everyone, yeah.
1: Yeah. So now everyone's just turning against everyone and it's like mm-hmm. chaos. And then we have yeah. the wackest most this doesn't make sense ending ever. Where, you know, Priscilla and Nick had their goodbye on the over the phone earlier <laughs> in the episode. And now all yeah. of a sudden, now that, you know, Nick Fury's going back up to Saber, He's like, well, my work here is done. Everyone still hates the scrolls. My best friend is dead. And the Earth is in shambles. Going back up to space for me. And then right before he can get on the ship, though, who is it? I was, okay, I was expecting it to be... First, I'm still in denial about Maria Hill. I was <laughs> hoping that it was going to be her. Two, when we first got the reveal that it wasn't going to be, it was obviously not Nick Fury who's with Gravik. I was hoping that it was Talos. I know I'm Delulu in this part of my brain right here. delusional, but who is it? Priscilla. So she strolls <laughs> on up and is like, hey, so uh, couldn't, couldn't uh, leave without saying goodbye or whatever she's trying to do because she's not trying to make him stay. She's not saying I'm going to go with you because she's like, all my work is down here. What? I, I I couldn't be, you wouldn't need me up there, whatever, whatever. And he's like, no, 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 we're better together. I love you. I love you as you are. She transforms back into her scroll, uh, skin and is like, Vara, start calling me Vara. I want to love you as as me, like whatever. They have this beautiful moment where they like kiss and make up, whatever. But then after she tells him I'm not going with you, they get in the spaceship together. <laughs> and also, he has this one drop where he says, oh, uh, the Kree are thinking about trying to make peace with the Skrulls. I've had a fucking enough, <laughs> Dill, because the Cree <laughs> Ronin? You're telling me Ronin? Ronin and yon and these people of the Kree are gonna make peace with the scrolls. I guess the fight from Captain Marvel was 30 years ago but like that is just so fucking random. It's Why could a way it-
0: to be like, we're still oh, gonna what? resolve this thing, it's just we're not gonna do it in any context of what the show is leading up to. It's It's like, what does the show even mean now? You know what they should have done? You know what the series should have been? It should have started with the government being like, there are scrolls upon us. We got to kill them. And then they're killing. And then we get that scene where it's like, no, wait, some of these are real people. They're not scrolls. And then it's like this whole thing of like F the government for just being racist and just killing everyone just because they're different colored skin. And they're worried they're going to infiltrate. Make that firm stance on immigration. Have Nick Fury come in and be like, no, government. That's wrong. Cree, we need to work together because now the U.S. is a villain that's such a more compelling story because then you get that criticism of the republicans trying to send out immigrants from our country and then you also get to still make sense why the kree would accept scrolls make that who talos is trying to get through to not other scrolls never Mm -hmm. make the scrolls the enemies because when you make the scrolls the enemies it just comes across so weird Mm -hmm. and then now the other enemies that we were enemies with before are now our allies and now the government is our enemies but now we're ending our show that's that's where you should start it this whole buildup—it it just doesn't make any sense to me, especially when Gravik just comes and goes so easily. He got his ass kicked. Yeah. Kira, or what's her name? Not Kira. That's her Gaia. character in Star Wars. Gaia. Sorry, her name in Star Wars is Kira, and it's also spelled with like a hyphen or whatever, or an apostrophe. Um, okay. but yeah, Amelia Clark kills him—he pretty easily. Like, it really amounted to nothing. And then we get this right. like ET ending of we're going to go to space together. Maybe maybe she is staying on Earth. Maybe they're just going in the spaceship to fuck and then she's going to get back out and go. I don't know. <laughs> uh, or, or do we see the spaceship take off? I can't remember.
1: No, they the doors just like close and they're yeah, in so it. Maybe, together. There's,
0: maybe it's just like, a, I got a nice comfy bed in that spaceship. And then like they're going to let her go. I don't, but like I don't care. I don't really care. You know, like, and, and I'll be honest, I love Samuel Jackson, but like even he can't like make me give this a full star. Like I'm like, I'm not a fan. I don't like it.
1: Because Dill, I don't think Nick Fury went through a single fucking arc this whole show. No. And that's he not lost He, he me, lost two people, on, yeah. the two closest people to him, and and it was like nothing happened. Didn't phase mm-hmm. him at all. He yeah. he apparently has this woman who's the love of his life and treated her like crap the whole show. Like and she treated her really like crap. No, they both
0: treated like crap. They,
1: They're toxic. They tried to humanize him so much, and I still just, like, wasn't buying it. I'm like, I don't... And also, a part of this ending that makes me want to rip my eyes out is that now, right. Sonia and Gaia are basically teaming up the same way that Nick and Talos did.
0: Right. She's like, it's just gonna oh, keep well, yeah. well,
1: because, like, Gaia was like, oh, my father got into a, a deal like this, like, 30 years ago, and it led to nothing. And, and Sonia was like, oh, well, we're gonna do it different differently than them we're not going to let like love and friendship affect uh our our point our plan here you're going to use me I'm going to use you which is just like bothers me a little bit because it's like like Marvel makes this whole point with women to make them emotionalists and I don't think that that's the move like we're they're they're trying I feel like because the big criticism about like women in power and women leaders is that like women are too emotional and like what yada, yada, yada. So then on the flip side, Marvel like tries to do such the opposite of that by it just makes them so emotionless and emotionless. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And like, like why, like, the, I don't know. I'm just like, why, just like I why? Know. I think why I, I, I think that's my big takeaway from this show is just why yeah it's just it's so
0: unfortunate it's 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 just it, it, it's a stinker the show the show just does not work in really any capacity really like i just i really don't know i, I don't know
1: um
0: anything else Kels? i mean who's like the mvp of the series for you i mean like samuel L. jackson did a good job acting in it but like i wouldn't even say he's the mvp i guess ben mendelsohn
1: yeah, he's definitely like, the MVP he's for a highlight. me. Yeah. I mean and they just... fucking killed him.
0: And then visuals still not good.
1: Yeah, the visuals were really off during that fight sequence. And yeah, it's just... um and we're we're back where we started. This felt like I didn't even have to watch the show because scrolls are still the enemy, they still have no home. And Nick Fury still like. If anything, this show made me realize that I'm like Nick Fury kind of sucks.
0: And that's not what you want to take away from it either, because he's been such a great character, you know. Right. It's just unfortunate. All right. Well, <laughs> what do you what do you rate What do you rate this one, Kels? The show as a as a whole.
1: Like a one point five out of ten. Too high. <laughs> too high
0: <laughs> um i, I gave know, it I, I i mean i don't give anything lower than a one because like you can't do half of a half a star so i'll go one out of ten um
1: okay. it's like a
0: half a half star on Letterbox, like literally a half and i'll give i'll give you this thor love and thunder got a one and a half stars it was a three out of ten for me like, this is this makes Thor Love and Thunder. Like, I after watching this was like, I want to go watch Thor Love and Thunder. <laughs> I was
1: like, I, need- I was like, I want to go watch Thor Love and Thunder because at yeah. least that will make me laugh once. This if you one- want a silly, goofy time, definitely watch Thor Love and Thunder, yeah, the cancer movie. <laughs> a silly, goofy time. <laughs> um. <laughs>
0: That was my main criticism, but it's okay. The no, dude, you're goats, so right, though. You're I so right. I will take six hours of screaming goats before I take this <laughs> racist bullshit about, these green people are taking over. I'm so scared. Like, why are we... Let them take over. Y'all suck. The green yeah. people at least are fun.
1: Like, Talos is a freaking boss. Uh, this is not breaking my dresser and bruising my knee over. I <laughs> which true. you already
0: did. <laughs> the bruises black and blue by now um yes next next week we're gonna be ranking all the shows
1: i i can't wait to see what's in our bottom
0: i wonder (laughs) i wonder what's gonna
1: be the worst one
0: (laughs) um what if you got lucky um yeah (laughs) um, (laughs) i just like i i can't do it it's just uh spoiler alert this is number whatever it is on the list number last um number l loser um it's just i don't like it and you know what i would at least be like you know what Uh, people worked really hard on it but the problem is samuel jackson ben mendelson and kobe smolders have worked hard on other mcu projects so i'm not gonna like say Mm. they didn't work hard but like they were phoning it in here amelia clark did great on game of thrones olivia coleman great in everything else so like it's okay if I say that this is, like, the worst work they've all done. Like, they, they've they got great work I love. You know, I don't hate mm-hmm. them. And the creators, though, like, the AI theme song. Like, it, it's been doomed from the beginning, you know? And it's just so un- disheartening to see. But if this is, like, the show we get during the strike period with an AI title card and all this shit, then you know what? Maybe that's mm-hmm. a sign that things really do need to change, you know? And I hope the Marvels is good. I got a lot less hope in it now, considering that's yeah. another Nick Fury joint. And I loved, I loved Nick Fury prior to this. I love Samuel L. Jackson. It's just like, if they continue to go along this path in the Marvels, it's like, I just feel like that's going to be too bloated. Because that looks like a fun body swap movie. Like, mm-hmm. leave it at that, you know? Um, I just really don't know where this is going to amount to. Like, are we going to get even more of this plot line? Or is it just like kind of a cliffhanger and then it's like, whatever, you know? Because I feel like I don't really think they're going to want to explore this more given the reviews. You know,
1: yeah, I don't what even what are even are the reviews? Are people as angry oh, as we this, are? This
0: the show itself has been getting mediocre to low reviews, but this episode in particular got the lowest Rotten Tomato score of any comic book episode ever and every any MCU thing ever. I think it was a 13% on Rotten Tomatoes this episode. Wow. So low. So this episode got panned. But I think this episode got panned because it's a horrible resolution of the show. And but because this last episode was so bad, it kind of emphasized that this whole show itself was bad. But I and Kelsey have always been a hater of the show. Like we, we were <laughs> not, you weren't we're day haters. One. I was a day one, you were like a day three. But like we have been on the bandwagon of this is not good for a while. So I'm mm-hmm. glad other people are seeing it. And if you liked it, that's fine. Let us know in the comments why you did because like I would love to know what made this appealing to someone. I, I really just don't know.
1: And listen, I'm a Marvel optimist. I go into every project, regardless of what people are saying uh, oh, yeah. about it, whatever the critics are saying about it. I go into it ex- like wanting to see the best yeah. in, in every project. I can probably tell you something that I liked about every single project.
0: I genuinely could too. I
1: Not could. even, even phase four, which was so hated by the fandom. I is not even like a bad phase in my eyes. No. Um, but just something about this show, it was just all over the place in the worst ways. And you, oh, my you God, gonna give
0: you, I'm going to give you 10 things I liked about Thor Love and Thunder, because I want to prove that all these movies have at least 10 things to enjoy. Go ahead, all right. <clears throat> I, I appreciate seeing Drax in anything, even if he's underutilized, Drax in anything gets a thumbs up for me. Okay. All right. Brett Goldstein cameo at the end, very exciting. Uh, Mm -hmm. Russell Crowe's accent, I ate it up. It was hilariously fun. Um, Okay. uh, Christian Bale, amazing. The makeup on Christian Bale. The makeup Mm. on Christian Bale, amazing. Uh, Chris Hemsworth and Natalie Portman, I think have always had a really good chemistry. Um, Mm -hmm. I think the gay representation is really solid. I like Taika Waititi's work as a voice actor as Korg. Mm -hmm. valkyrie is beautiful as hell so is natalie portman i just love (laughs) them and i would marry them both um and i feel like it is stylistically in line with ragnarok and keeping a consistent style and theme it's not my favorite style or theme but i can appreciate the consistency that's 10 things i could say positively about love and thunder secret invasion ben mendelsohn that's it
1: Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) that's literally it and And
1: olivia coleman but she just wasn't we, in it. Like, I didn't get but anything she still, from her. She but was we didn't get in. enough. We didn't she get enough. She was good
0: when she was there, but like, not even enough for me to be like, that was one of the good things I liked about it. I just right. felt I didn't like it or dislike it. That's my thing.
1: Right.
0: <sighs> anyway. Any last thoughts on Secret Invasion, Kels? Um
1: Oh, <laughs> I thought that the actor who played Gravik did well in the scene with Nick Fury. I was yeah. thinking I was of it more. I was thinking my Marvel you know, fandom nerd fan was taking a seat back and my actor brain was just appreciating the work that he did in that scene because I was like to hold your own like that in a scene with Samuel L. Jackson to like grab his face and be like, Look at me, listen to me. I'm like, wow, that took a lot of goal. And uh he did he did he did good work yeah. as this character.
0: Kingsley Benedier have you seen um One Night in Miami, the Regina King? Movie? No.
1: He's with uh, that, Leslie really Jr. Good.
0: Yeah, so it's about the okay. four guys who like spend the night together in Miami. It's um, he plays Malcolm X, and he's amazing in it. He's also going to be playing Bob Marley in the new Bob Marley movie. Like he's having a moment. Wow, it's just this this good does like the moment. He so he's got it gotta, but he's got Barbie in theater so he's going to make well, if you pay your actors and give them the right residuals, he will make a shit ton of money anyway. So it's so it's good. Right. Um, but that is it for Secret Invasion. Kelsey, as we said, we're, we're ranking all these things next week, a.k.a. for us tomorrow, because Kelsey and I are celebrating her birthday down the shore with a bunch of friends. It's going to be fun. Uh, you're all not invited. Sorry, we will not disclose the information. <laughs> which, which, and where, and how. Um, but we are going to be recording tomorrow, so leave your rankings here or wait for next week to leave your rankings, I guess. But Kelsey, any last words uh, for this week?
1: um you can find me on instagram at kelsey a kilpatrick you can follow me on tiktok at cause 13 and you should follow the dill pickle movie network tiktok as well
0: you should. The TikTok Catch is really fun. We're doing daily games. Uh, Kelsey did send me a TikTok that I got to post, but I think it was low res. res so you Oh, can, I'll, you to, I'll you send it, it again. No worries. But I'm going to post that. Um, I'm, I'm getting through f- fixing up some old videos to kind of make a little mashups up for the TikTok, like some of the drafts, because uh, those have been playing well. Um, but you can follow me on Twitter, or if you want to call it X, you can, but it's Twitter. Uh, Dylan underscore and Dazzo. I'm still tweeting. Because it's still the same format, it's just called something else, and I refuse to abide by it. Uh, Dylan randazzo 417 at TikTok, Great. or the Dill Pickle Movie Network at TikTok now, and then Dill Pickle Movie Network here on YouTube. If you're listening on podcasts, thank you. If you're watching on YouTube, go check out the podcast. If you want to listen to us rant again, take us in the car, take us in your walks and jogs around the parks, whatever you want to do, just listen to us because we love talking to you and uh, entertaining your ears. Thank you so much, and happy birthday, kels We'll see you next time.